Welcome back, everybody, to the Center of College Football Reviews and Previews. I am your host, Jeffrey Calhoun, reporting from the Center of College Football, Lincoln, Nebraska. Now, today's topic is UAB, the University of Alabama. Birmingham resides in the Conference USA. Had a pretty decent season, not near as good as their 2018 season where they finished 11 and 3 and won the conference but still respectable 9 and 5 went to their conference championship five losses came to Western Kentucky who turned out to be pretty decent a Tennessee team who finished very strong a Southern Miss team who competed with UAB and Louisiana Tech all the way to the end for the cha- for the divisional title and then the championship game to Florida Atlantic who finished 11 and 3 and their bowl loss to Appalachian State, who was, in my opinion, the best group five team in the nation this year. So respectable year. Um, you know, I think that next year they'll be pretty good, uh, around the same. Don't see a lot of improvement. Don't see a lot of decrease. Uh, you know, it, it seems like this team has been pretty solid the past couple of years. You know, after you know going on a couple year hiatus uh, they came right back in 2017 won eight and five they've built a solid program so uh and their 2020 schedule is pretty good um their non-conference includes uh new mexico state alabama a&m at miami florida and at south alabama i mean south alabama and new mexico state had a combined four wins last year, three wins. I mean, not good programs. So their schedule lines up pretty decently. Uh, Their best returners, uh, first off, is their quarterback, Tyler Johnston III. Uh, You know, had a great year last year, and, you know, he had over 2,000 yards, uh, 17 touchdowns, but his biggest problem was interceptions. He through 15 interceptions that's nearly a one-to-one touchdown interception ratio but you know he still a solid quarterback if he can get those interceptions down uh next is spencer brown their running back uh rushing leader on the team junior running back over 500 yards uh five touchdowns good average 3.8 yards not awful but not phenomenal Um, so, you know, good stats there, uh, but they do have another very good running back coming back, Jermaine Brown, a little less yards at 44, sorry, 446, but with a higher average at 5.2 yards per carry because he had nearly half as many attempts, got two touchdowns, freshman running back can definitely get that skill up and can make a little bit more damage. And then next is their wide receiver, probably one of the best returners in Austin Watkins. Uh, Junior receiver, over 1,000 yards, 19.2 yards on average per reception, six touchdowns, and only 57 receptions. I mean, this guy's solid. Get him the ball some more, and he'll do some damage. And then... Uh, along with that is their other wide receiver, Myron Mitchell, uh, another junior wide receiver, 550 yards, but didn't have as many receptions as Watkins, uh, 
34 receptions, but 16.3 yards on average and four touchdowns. So again, another solid player that could do some damage. Got a decent receiving core built up, but they do have one receiver leaving in Kendall Parham, their second leading receiver. 600 yards, 21-yard average, six touchdowns. Real solid guy that they're going to be losing, as well as their kicker, Nick Vogel. Um, you know, 19 for 23 on field goals, 49 point, or I'm sorry, 49 yard long, 94 points. Um, but I feel like they'll be able to, you know, get someone in there um, to lose my train of thought. I apologize. Get someone in there to help their kicking team out. Um, their biggest problem easily for next year is the recruiting class. That is going to be what hurts this team majorly. They are 103rd in the nation. I, I know you're a group of five program in the state of Alabama, but you're probably the best team in your conference historically, besides maybe FAU. But, I mean, 12th in the conference, I mean... There are 14 teams in the Conference USA. The only two teams worse are UTSA and UTEP, who had a combined five wins. This is not good at all. You know, I, I understand you have to recruit in the state of Alabama, but let's look at some teams that have better recruiting classes than them. Okay, first, UMass. I, I know UMass isn't in a football-heavy state, but it's UMass. You should not have a worse class than UMass. USF, not a good team last year, has to be in the state of Florida, has to go up against Florida, Florida State, Miami, even teams like UCF and FIU. Is better When that team's better than you, that's not good. Texas State, there are probably, oh, I don't know, seven teams, if not more, in the state of Texas alone that are better than Texas State. Georgia Southern has to go up against Georgia and Georgia Tech. I mean, having Rice, Rice is better than you guys in recruiting this year. I mean, this class is not very good. Probably their best um, recruit is Malik Bryant, a three-star tight end coming in. But they already have a decent receiving core. That's the thing, you know, with, with Watkins and Mitchell coming back. And, you know, it's good to have a tight end, but... There's a lot of other places that really need focus. You know, I really think, you know, you know, the defense needs some focus. You know, giving up 37 points to Southern Miss isn't necessarily the best thing on the planet. You know, I mean, having um, Alabama State get you within five, Akron get you within 11. There's a couple more places where you really need some work. And... I'm not sure this is the best focus. Now, look, going into that, I think this team will finish, I don't know, 9-3, and 8-4, and four, somewhere in there. Um, you know, I know that sounds like, well, you know, you just said that they don't have a good recruiting class. They're weak on some places. How are they going to get that good of a record? It's because of their schedule. I, I think that the Conference USA is easily the worst conference in all of college football. I mean, 
teams like UTEP, UTSA, Old Dominion, Rice, they're not really doing anything. And so, I mean, you know, you look at their schedule and it's pretty easy. I mean, out of the East, you play Old Dominion, Western Kentucky, um, and in your non-conference, as I said before, you got New Mexico State, South Alabama, UTSA, or not UTSA, I'm sorry, um, Miami, um, and Alabama A&M. I mean, this is a pretty easy schedule. Losses, definitely at Miami, Florida. This is not even a question for me. If you lost to Tennessee, you're going to lose to Miami. Miami's looking dangerous. They got De'Ara King. They got some good pieces coming into play. Um, and then I think they'll at lose. I don't know how they'll split it, but between Western Kentucky, Louisiana Tech, and Southern Miss, they'll either go, I don't know, between 2-1 and one at best and 0-3 oh and at worst. Um, you know, I, I think that they'll finish second in the division. Um, they'll probably lose it to Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech's just getting better. Uh, they got to play at Louisiana Tech. And Western Kentucky is looking pretty decent. Uh, I really need to do some more research on these Conference USA teams uh, before I give my official, laid out, solidified uh, record predictions. But I think you know this team will finish decent, pretty high up in the Conference USA, make a decent CUSA bowl game. But they, you know, got to get a couple things worked out. We'll see how they do. Um, I mean, I guess only time can tell. So um, with that, that was my review and preview of UAB. So with that, I'm your host, Jeffrey Calhoun, as always, reporting from the Center of College Football, signing out.